hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson. As we round out the show today, I want to go back to conversation from yesterday about an important conversation that took place between two Supreme Court justices that are pretty far apart, probably on the ideological spectrum, maybe even in the in way that they uh, interpret the Constitution or approach their job on the bench. But they said some things that have kept me thinking and thinking again uh, about how they go about the process at the Supreme Court. It's one of those things that, on one hand, you wish you could be in the room where it happened just to observe it. I'd love to be there just to see how these conversations take shape and what actually happens as they're forming these opinions, as they're writing these opinions, making these rulings. Uh, Of course, on the other hand, I really don't want cameras in there uh, because that changes everything. We've seen the uh, performative politics that we have uh, on the floor of the House and the Senate uh, in a host of other places in our country. So I don't think we need that. I don't think that would be helpful in particular. But I would love to just be able to watch, fly on the wall, kind of watching of the process of how they go about it, because I think it's instructive in terms of the way we should be having conversations in our communities and around the kitchen table as well. So uh, this was a conversation. It was at the National Governors Association. Of course, it was at the invitation of uh, both Governor Spencer Cox and uh, also a good friend of the show, uh, Judge Thomas Griffith, uh, retired from the D.C. Circuit. He uh, really brought all of this together. And so I want to start with Justice Barrett. She spoke on the difference between our political system and the process of the Supreme Court in analyzing and and discussing critical issues. We don't have press conferences um, and that sort of thing. So really, the product of our work is the opinion. If you want to know what the court's reasoning is, you have to look at the opinion because it explains the decision. Last year, there was the student loan case, and I joined the chief's majority opinion, and Justice Sotomayor joined Justice Kagan's dissent. There was a vigorous debate in the country about the student loan forgiveness program, but the opinion didn't mirror that debate. It wasn't about whether loan forgiveness is a good thing or a bad thing or a desirable thing or not. It was about the scope of a statute. So really important. I I love the fact that Justice Barrett pointed out that, look, this was a hotly contested issue in the country. But when the justices went behind closed doors, that wasn't the discussion. It wasn't about how many people were for it and how many people were against it. The discussion was about what does the law say and then how do we apply it? That keeps a conversation in a much different space than you're just than when you're just yelling pejoratives, whether in person or online, at someone you disagree with. So I love that Justice Barrett says, "Look, we have to we have to step back, and then we have to follow a process. It's a disciplined process. Remember, di- dismantling does not take a lot of discipline. Uh, just yelling at the opposition requires no moral character or fiber or thought." Justice Barrett saying we have to do it different because it's not a popularity contest. It's not even a democracy behind those closed doors. It is about what is the application of the law. Now, Justice Sonia Sotomayor talked about the damage of the political parties 
and how they've actually impacted the reputation and perception of the Supreme Court. Take a listen. I think the worst thing that's happened to the judiciary is political parties. We don't come into this work as a Republican or a Democrat. We don't even come to it as an originalist or a plain text. You come into it as a judge who believes that our job is to find the best answer to the legal questions that the court is presented with. And so I think that's sacred to almost all of us. And remember, thankfully for us, presidents don't last that long, right? There's eight years. <laughs> so for us to be beholden to one of them is a little crazy, you know? No, seriously, there, there is built into the system a protection, which is lifetime appointment, that should give us the freedom to grow as we grow in the job as well. So many important things there from Justice Sotomayor, uh, I think, in terms of this whole concept that they have this sacred, they hold it sacred, this obligation to find the best solution and the best path. I, lo- I love that she pointed out the fact that none of them are beholden to presidents. Presidents just don't last that long, <laughs> maximum of eight years. Uh, so why would they be holding to them when they really have to get to their bigger part of their job? And the bigger part of their job is to find the best solution to apply the law to follow the process as outlined in the Constitution. I think that's so important. Uh, Those are refreshing moments for me. Uh, Those are things that give me a lot of hope in terms of the debate and the kinds of conversations we have in this country. Uh, And I'll just close out the, uh, the day today. I had another one of those moments that always gives me great hope. Uh, Sometimes you can get a little discouraged about the politics in this country Uh, what's going on politically, what's happening in Congress or in the White House. Uh, I spent part of my day today with the Rotary Club in Salt Lake City. And I'm telling you, if you're ever in doubt, if you're ever losing hope in the country, just go show up at a Rotary Club. Triple dog dare you. Triple dog dare you. Uh, There is no way to go into that group of people who is there to make sure that they pursue the right kinds of conversations, that they're looking at the right opportunities to make a difference in their community and in their neighborhoods uh, and walk away without feeling like, oh, there's, we're going to be just fine. And as long as there are organizations like Rotary and other groups like that in our country, we will be just fine uh, because that is the place where the heart and soul of America actually lives and dwells and is thriving, by the way, uh, in amazing ways. And we need more people to be part of those kinds of things. De Tocqueville said that's the magic of America, this free association, this ability, this desire, this willingness of the people of America to come together, not by government mandate, not because they have to, but because they want to associate and be connected and do good things together. It's the stickiness of serving together, working alongside one another for the betterment of the community or society that creates thick relationships that go well beyond politics and will actually sustain us through the tough times and help us maximize the good times for the benefit of the future generations. Well, that wraps it up for us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us today. Big thanks to the Rotary Club, Salt Lake City. And as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.
KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. From the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios, this is KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station.